Hey guys, jumping in real quick to tell you about the sponsor for this week's episode, the Satchel Podcast Player. If you like podcasts, you're going to want to check this out. There's no third-party ads, no on-screen ads, nothing like that. It's a great way to get connected with the content that you're listening to. You can even tweet directly into the podcast that you're listening to and even send a few dollars along to the podcast. For example, right now, if you like listening to Flash TV Talk, you could send us like, I don't know, $2, $3, $10, however much you feel like we're worth. You can do that directly in the Satchel Podcast Player. It's a great player. You got to check it out. If you're a podcaster, you can register your podcast at satchelplayer.com. Accelerating your fandom. This is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm Bell. And Bell, man, how you doing tonight? Well, much better now that my internet works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's a whole thing. Ladies and gentlemen, right now, this is uh, crucial information because, of course, as we are doing it tonight, we do it the way that we do, and that is live here at Mixler.com slash Pottery. Uh, one week away from the season three premiere of The Flash. Very excited to be here. Very excited to be talking with you, Bell. Uh, but yeah, man, it's <laughs> I'm especially excited because we thought there for a moment that uh, who was our arch nemesis? Who did we de- determine it was? It was Dead Air. Dead Air, yes. Arch nemesis Dead Air had uh, had struck again and was going to take away your internet connection so that we could not record. But uh, thankfully, Dead Air has been vanquished or at least held back uh to the best of our knowledge he is down in the pipeline locked away and will hopefully not bother us this evening bell it has been months since you and i have talked how are you like seriously man you doing all right yeah yeah not too bad man you know just shaking off the cobwebs the 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 podcast webs yeah as it were yeah man i hear you but look we're we're refreshed we're ready i think uh season three is going to be an excellent season of the flash tonight is kind of the season three kickoff show. We uh, we are here. We're going to get hyped. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the the common knowledge. I I, I don't want to say spoilers. I, our goal tonight is not spoilers. It's pure speculation. Uh, anything that we talk about in season three is going to be like you know you really had to be like without internet in order to know the things that we're going to talk about. And I, I say that not just to preference you, the listener, so that you have kind of a solid knowledge of what you're getting into, but I say that also to the folks who are tuning in live right now because uh, in just a little while, we're going to open up the phone lines and uh, and have some of you guys comment and, and talk a little bit about uh, what you're looking forward to in season three. Uh, and then just kind of the, in general, overall, what, what are your kind of your hopes, aspirations for this uh, show and the season? You know, Bell, uh, we got a lot of news that came out of San Diego. We actually put out our San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con uh, podcast several weeks ago. I mean, oh, man, it feels like it was an eternity ago. <laughs> I know, right? But I know it wasn't. I mean, you know, it, it, it couldn't have been more than what, like, it was June, was it? Right? Time oh, flies, man. my friend. Time flies. Look, man, when you run so fast, you know, and you mess up the timeline like Barry has all throughout, you know, the last season, uh, <laughs> dates get messed up. So sorry. You know, <laughs> have you been like, like, let's let's be honest. I mean, this this summer over how, how was your summer? Was it good? Uh, it was hot. It, it was, was too it, hot. It was hot and terrible. Let's just blame Barry. Like that's hashtag blame Barry. Anything that's wrong right now is all because Barry screwed with the time. Timeline. Can we blame Harambe on Barry? Oh, too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah. Well, hey, maybe he's going to fix it. Maybe he's going to go back and fix it. Maybe. Maybe. This is David Sobolov, the voice of Gorilla Grodd on The Flash, and you're listening to Flash TV Talk. I am Grodd. That's, pro- that's probably in poor taste. I apologize for that. <laughs> I apologize. No, you for don't. That. No, not in the slightest. Look, I'm really excited, man. We've got uh, we've got a fresh season. We got some fresh bumps. You know, uh, gosh, that John Wesley ship bump uh, that if you haven't awesome. heard, you'll hear later on in the show. 
has been one that I have literally been sitting on for for two years. It feels like it's been a minute, uh, but it's, I was. It's been so long since we've done that interview. I like know. it's 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 crazy. And we had the audio, and it just sat there. I couldn't figure out a good hook for it, but uh, but I'm really I'm really happy to have it and uh, going into season three and getting some of that fresh stuff. Look, the season three, man, we've got a lot of news and rumors and such that came out of San Diego that we've already talked about. Uh, but you know, as, as we're kind of sitting here one week away, the thing that really jumps out to me that I'm probably most hyped about is getting a chance to see Wally West in full on kid flash gear. Now I realize this is alternate timeline Wally West, but I, I'm hoping it's, it's a, it's kind of a glimpse into the future, but what, what, are, what are your thoughts, man? What are you most hyped about going into season three? You know, it, it's crazy because like, you know, even though we did the, the Comic-Con episode, you know, I did my research for that, but I've kind of like pushed all of that away because I want to be, you know, I, I want to try to like forget as much as possible so it can be as fresh on my mind, you know, and, and just like, you know, as fresh of an experience as possible. But uh, yeah, just just seeing those set photos, though, of Wally in that Kid Flash suit is just going to be really neat. And then I saw a set photo today, uh, Malfoy. Yeah. Gosh, Tom Felton. Yeah. So what is right? what is he playing again? It, like so this, he's, is a, he's, this is a new character that they've come up with, which means it's actually another character that we should already know. <laughs> <I mean>. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he, he's playing like another CSI, I believe. He's kind of like uh, Barry doesn't like him very much, and so there, there's going to be some you know antagonistic stuff there. Uh, so I think that's going to be really neat. And and just seeing that, I was I was instantly reminded. I was like, oh yeah, this is going to be really cool because like think of the opportunities here to have Tom Felton like get attacked by Gorilla Grodd just like he was in uh, Planet of the Apes. Oh, wow. He, I didn't I didn't realize that. So he was, I, first of all, he was in Planet of the Apes? Yeah, he was He, he was the guy who antagonized Caesar a bunch and like poked him and stuff. Is he like, always he, he's a really bad mean. guy? Like, is he, like, like has, he, has he been tightcast at this point in his career as he is just always a villain? I don't know, but it, it, you know, it's hard. It's it's hard not to like. That's what I feel. I feel bad for Joffrey, the guy who played Joffrey. Uh, but yeah, like you know, he he's uh, people like spit on him on the street and stuff like that just because of they don't like his Joffrey. So I hope that's not the case. May, maybe maybe there'll be some heroicness here for uh for Mister Snape, but uh we'll, we'll find not Snape, uh Mister Malfoy, but we'll, we'll find out. You know. Yeah, you know, it's funny just, as you were talking about Joffrey. In my mind, like those two characters are so similar. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. I was like blonde British kids. Like so, for a, I mean, man, for a minute there, I was like, wait, were they played by the same actor? Like, that, like it's just a brain brain lapse there for a moment. Yeah, here's an interesting tidbit though that uh, the same actor that played Joffrey also played a character in uh, Batman Begins. Yeah, the kid that uh, that uh, the Batman gives his weird device to that's like your kid. There's some hardware that you can't use or understand or yeah. prove anything to anybody. And then Rachel, Rachel <laughs> saves him. Rachel. <laughs> Rachel, go save Joffrey. <laughs> yeah. So that that's why that's why Game of Thrones was so screwed is because Rachel saved Joffrey. If she had just stayed on Dawson's Creek, everything would be fine. Everything would be that's fine. That's true. Uh, but no, Malfoy is, of course, going to be on season three of The Flash. You know, I'm wondering if there's going to be any great moments uh, with Pied Piper. You know, the, the Pied Piper episodes always felt very... At least to me, the actor they've got playing Pied Piper seems very Harry Potter-ish. Yeah. Like, that can't yeah. just be a me thing, right? I mean, like, we, we've all felt that, Yes. Well, you know, they, 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 they kind of look similar. They have uh, sort of similar haircuts and the glasses. And yeah, I, I, I could, it, you know, it's not that much of a stretch. Well, maybe, maybe Malfoy goes bad, which I'm going to go ahead and just go on a limb here and say he's a bad, he's playing a villain. Uh, uh, and let's say that he, as his villain is going around doing something terrible, uh, that Pied Piper gets a hold of the wizard wand or the, the weather wand from Weather Wizard. <laughs> And has to attack him using that. 
Oh, that would be great. And, and, and actually, you know, Petro- like that's the thing. It's Latin powered. So he has to speak some sort of Latin that sounds like Prospecto Matroles or whatever it is. And uh, Hartley was actually acting undercover as a potter, like, you know, someone who makes flower pots. <laughs> and so he's like, get away from me, potter. And <laughs> like the, the jokes just write themselves. Now, I, I know. I actually make it better. Have him work for a potter that happens to be a very bearded man, a Harry Potter, <laughs> if you will. I mean, that's yes. terrible, right? Like the guys, obviously, at this point, he doesn't want to be Malfoy. He wants to be this new character they made up on the Flash, who's actually secretly, obviously, going to be somebody different. Which, by yeah. the way, I know he's not because they they've already announced who who uh, Mirror Master is going to be. Like the, they've announced the casting there. But when he was cast, immediately I thought, oh my gosh, he would make amazing Mirror Master. That would be pretty cool. Um. So, but I, you know, I, I don't know, man. Do you do you have any speculation as to uh, who hit this uh, mysterious man will actually end up being? You know, I don't because I I don't know for sure whether or not his character is 100 percent from the comics or not, because like and if he is, uh, I don't think there is any sort of ties to a particular villain. Uh, So I want to say this might be a new character uh, that they're just kind of introducing. But but, you know, again, I don't know for sure. I'm I'm trying like I, I, I. I specifically avoided doing a lot of research on some of the spoilers and stuff that came out uh, because I wanted to be surprised because, you know, it's always cool to see stuff like, you know, in Game of Thrones, I knew about the Red Wedding. So but it was still great to see it. But I I want that element of surprise. You know, I want to, like, look at something and be like, oh, wow, that was insane. You know, uh, so I I really haven't done a lot of a lot of external study, I guess you could say. So I don't know. I, I really don't know. Do you know if there's anything that they've announced as to whether or not he's uh, linked to any comic book characters? No, I mean, he's very specifically not in many sense. I mean, this is very much a Harrison Wells type of character, you know, in the sense that like clearly like this is something they've kind of made up for the lore of the show, but based on everything that has come before and there, there is a rinse and repeat nature to, to the series so far. I mean, like that has been kind of a, uh, a theme throughout. So I'm not, you know, some people might get frustrated if he ends up being somebody other than who he says he is. But at this point, it's just it's a trope that's built into the show. I'm kind of fine with it, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, I'm just kind of looking forward to seeing who he could be. And I mean, when it comes to the big rogues, I mean, a lot of them have been announced. You know, my, my number one guest would have been Mirror Master had that not been uh, had that not been announced already. Um, I'm seeing uh, Brintak, who I believe we're going to have call in a little bit later uh, in the com in the in the in the chat room saying uh, Cobalt Blue, although he's. Uh, he's only kidding. Rusty Owens yeah. uh, suggests perhaps uh, Doctor Alchemy. Um, you know they they've already you know that's been that would be the the easy guess based on like what what's kind of been announced I guess for the season. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes the most obvious is uh, is the right way to go. Uh, but we just we don't know yet. But I'm excited for it, man. Season three looking to be an awesome season uh, with uh, hopefully a lot of good twists and turns. Now. I will say this, and I don't think this is spoilery. Uh, right now, we have uh, two of the, or the the first two episodes back. The titles confirmed: uh, a Flashpoint and Paradox. Um, one might assume, based on that, that that these episodes are going to deal very specifically with the the timeline created by the actions of uh, the season finale of season two. Uh, we also have the fifth episode confirmed, as far as the title called Monster. Uh, later on, seventh title is Killer Frost. This is actually one that will be directed by Kevin Smith, uh, who put out a video while he was on set. Looked really, really stoked. And can I just say, Kevin Smith? I know you're not listening, but uh, but but 
But if if somebody if if somebody is in the general vicinity of Kevin Smith, next time you see him at a con or something like that, let him know like dude's doing good. Like he has lost a ton of weight. Like every single time I see him, it inspires me that it was like, oh yeah, remember that that brief moment that I lost a ton of weight and then I put it all back on. Like, look at Ke- <laughs> look at Kevin. Like, he's lost all this weight. He's looking he's looking good, man. Like, he's inspiring you know, me personally to to get out there and, and shed some pounds. So, thank thank you, yeah, it, thank it, you, Kevin. It's funny you mention that because you know I I saw him uh, last year at the uh, Moon Tower Comedy Festival here in Austin, Texas, and uh, you know I was seeing him there, like you know, and I've gotten used to how he looks now. And, you know, cause, cause you know, he, he looks, uh, he looks a whole lot better. Like, you know, his, his, uh, jawline's a lot more, uh, contoured and, uh, you can tell he has a jaw. Right. Right. I mean, I wanted to talk. I am a big fellow myself, but, and then like, I was sitting there looking back and I, you know, I somehow just got on a thing about the whole Southwest airline things. And I was looking up pictures of him from back in the day. Yes, you're absolutely right. He has done a great job, man. It's awesome. That's like That's super crazy, inspirational. Man. Yeah, I um I saw him this uh, in Chicago this uh, this over the summer at uh, what was it Pod uh, Chicago Podcast Movement. That's what it is. And uh, and he was a keynote speaker. And I was like right in the front row. I'm like, hey, it's Kevin. I kind of I wanted to show up. And be like, hey, Kevin, Kevin. <laughs> Come on our show. You didn't know that. Well, yeah, that would have been good. But no, I was going to be just like, I loved, I loved Runaway Dinosaur. <laughs> you did amazing things. Come back on the flash. You know, that, that kind of stuff. I did not do that, but um, <laughs> I kind of wanted and, to. And, you know, it, it's funny too, because like, you know, he tweeted out the picture of the, uh, of the script that he was working on and he put his pen over the, uh, uh, name of it because he wanted to to keep that a secret. But you know, clever internet sleuths yeah, were able internet. to adjust the contrast on it to figure that out anyway. And I I find that funny. Uh, because yeah, I, I mean, I guess it's kind of a spoiler, maybe. Just well, the fact it, that I'll put it this way: the fact that he wanted to cover up is kind of what makes it a spoiler. Because Killer Frost is not a new. That's not a new name. You know what I mean? We have seen a Killer Frost, and so you know the question that I feel like if he if he hadn't been so like closed about it then it would have we would have seen the title and, and perhaps even assumed that maybe earth 2 killer frost was back on the scene in some capacity uh but i think based on just the fact he was trying to try to cover it up one imagines that maybe we have a caitlin that's going to go on a bit of a darker path this season i personally would love that man i mean caitlin last season really really got a rough uh kind of kind of a rough time of it with this whole very much forced relationship with you know earth 2 jay garrick and you know, what, what ended up coming of that. And then also, of course, she, uh, you know, she, she just really didn't have much story going on beyond it. You know, there was some subtext about her and her mom. And, uh, you know, there's been some, some, uh, news about her mom being cast for the season and, and playing a, a, a potential role in her storyline. So hopefully we will actually see, uh, her moving in the direction of becoming Killer Frost. And I mean, I hope this isn't, I mean, I don't mean this in any kind of wrong way. And I'm not saying they can't take her story in a lot of different directions, but to me, every single episode that she's not moving in that direction, she's literally standing still. Like there is a natural pro- progression to who that character is and who that character should be. And uh, and if they just kind of prolong her not becoming a villain, then her story is not moving forward. And so, uh, yeah. so so hopefully that there's uh, that's a good indication of what's to come in 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 her life, <laughs> in the sense that hopefully bad things will happen and she'll become a villain. <laughs> but it'll be good for us, the audience. And right, that's, right. That's well, cool. I do have a question for you though. Do you think that so it was episode seven, I believe it was Killer Frost. Is that right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, so wait, I, I gotta, I gotta make mention real quick. The green arrow is asking me to clarify earth Two Jay Garrick. He says, I believe you mean Hunter Zolomon. Yes, because Hunter Zolomon was earth Two Jay Garrick. They are one and the same person. 
Uh, and I'm going to continue saying that because, look, I, normally, don't get me wrong, I'm big on the naming convention. It always bugs me whenever they re- refer to Eobard Thawne as Harrison Wells. But Earth, to, like literally, Hunter Zolomon was Earth 2 Jay Garrick. He literally was both personas. You know, now we, we got Earth 3 Jay Garrick, who's portrayed by the amazing John Wesley Ship. Ladies and gentlemen, John Wesley Ship. <laughs> This is John Wesley Shipp, and you're listening to Flash TV Talk. I want my red and yellow. I'm going <laughs> to well, say that think- every chance I get. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think therein lies the confusion, right? Because there, there, there really was no Earth to Jake Garrick. So you should say Hunter's no, Element no, anytime no, you're I, referring I'm to. I'm sorry, that's not that's not accurate. There, there was an Earth to Jake Garrick. Now it was Eobard Thawne who was Earth to Jake Garrick, but he was the only Jake Garrick of that world. You he mean Hunter Solomon? Yeah, that's what what I say. You said uh, uh, Eobard Thawne. Uh, yes, I meant Hunter Solomon. Of course, he was Hunter Solomon created the persona of Jake Garrick. And uh, and went around portraying Jay Garrick, but everybody knew him as Jay Garrick. Like you know, right? But that was a fake Jay Garrick. No, it was a it was a nomenclature. But yeah, it's not. But what I'm saying is, it's not that there's a real one on Earth three, a quote well, unquote real quote, one. Well, I was about to say quote unquote real one. There's real whatever is on every single Earth. You know what I mean? Like technically, Earth three Jay Garrick. You could argue that he's really Henry Allen from that standpoint. You know what I mean? So. I, I, I look, I, it's it's a point of contention from season two. I'm still a little look. I'm a little raw still about that one. But I mean, I am. I've, I have accepted it. It's fine. I have let it go. Uh, Acceptance is the first step. Yeah. <laughs> is it? I thought I thought. I know. I think that's like way down the line. <laughs> I'm pretty like sure that's the last one. And, yeah. 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 I, yeah. That's the last one. There we go. Oh, wait, wait. Hang on. What, what are the stages? Because like, I think I actually may be somewhere in the stage. What's the first one? All right, hold on. Let's see here. Like Google search stages of depression. Uh, stages of I grief. I think it's stages of grief. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, five stages. Denial, okay. anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so the first one was denial? Yeah. Did that all season. What was the second one? Anger. All season as well. <laughs> well, no, no, because we didn't. It wasn't really confirmed until the end of the season. So I, that, that, would yeah. be, that would be me in the last two episodes of, of season two. I was, I was in the anger mode. What's after anger? Uh, bargaining. Mm. <laughs> All right, so, somewhere, somewhere around season two. Uh, no, okay. So right after, like when we were doing the podcast, when we were doing the podcast for the season two finale, that was me bargaining because I was trying to like make it all work in my head of why I was fine with it and, and how I could be fine with it and why I wished it wasn't that way. But maybe, maybe if we tweak it, uh, what's what's the next one? Uh, depression. Okay, that's where I am. That's that. I'm, I'm, I'm solidly <laughs> so there. Quite accepted. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm right there, man. I'm right there. I have a feeling that when season three comes back and more specifically, once we see Earth three, uh, Jay Garrick, a.k.a. Uh, the man, the myth, ladies and gentlemen, of course, you know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Mr. John Wesley Ship. Yeah, you know who it is. Hi, this is John Wesley Ship, and you're listening to Flash TV Talk. Red and yellow, red and yellow, red and yellow, red and yellow. So once we once once we see him like teaming up with uh, with Barry's Flash, I'm sure that I'm going to be in a completely different place. I'm going to be in the acceptance mode. But yeah, I think I'm still hanging on to a little bit of depression. I know that's terrible. But, uh, but <laughs> well, that's- well, but here's the thing though. So this like uh, a circuitous way to get back to what I was saying earlier. Uh, at what point do you do you think they're gonna they're gonna team up? Because if this 
the episode seven Caitlin Snow Killer Frost episode is that going to take place in the Flashpoint universe? Oh, so it, and and if it does, does that mean we're not going to see Jake Garrick for the first half of the season? Uh, I don't know. At some point, we will see him. That's for sure. We don't know anything confirmed, uh, especially nothing that's in common that's common knowledge on the internet. So I think we should probably not go too deep into that place until Chris just confirmed, of course, in the chat room yesterday, team games. <laughs> okay. So, well, so never mind then. Yeah, uh, but I don't, I don't <laughs> ignore that speculation. Yeah. 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 It's, <laughs> it's difficult, man. It, it is a little difficult to talk about some of these things because it's a question of where do they fit in? Like, is it, is it common knowledge? Like what, you know, do, do, do we know that? Like, do, do we know that because we saw it in a rumor slash, you know, set photo, or do we know that because we actually saw it in a preview uh, okay, so Brintac is saying that's from official picks. We're good. Yes, they will be teaming up, man, and uh, in in very early on in, in season uh, in season three, specifically the second episode. So uh, yeah. Well, man. I, so if the second episode is paradox, I'm hoping they don't fix everything in the second episode. I was kind of hoping they drag that out for a little bit and like, explore that you know paradox world. You know, I mean, I've I've expressed this before. I, I would love to see that. My expectations are are pretty much that they're going to knock it out uh, pretty pretty early on within the first uh, two two episodes. I think I think five is kind of what I was hoping for, uh, or, and I think. Uh, but two makes a little bit more sense because it's difficult, man. They've, they've got a lot of properties to manage, especially with Supergirl joining the uh, the CW and how they're going to uh, weave her Earth into everything. You know, we've uh, talked a little bit about some of the the news that came out of San Diego. I believe we very if, if we didn't mention it on the show, it may have been announced afterwards. But of course, now we know that this musical episode is going to be specifically a uh, a Supergirl and Flash crossover episode. And uh, dude, I am I am so ready for that one to happen. Oh yeah, do you think it's going to be uh, Pied Piper or Music Meister or what? <laughs> that would be that would be incredible. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think I, my guess is that it may have have a lot to do with uh, with Earth three or, or rather Earth four. I suppose if if Jay Garrick is of Earth three, then 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 Supergirl is of Earth four. Um, I, I have a feeling it's going to do be a lot about what's what's going on on her side of things. But uh, I think it's going to be great. You know, I'll, I'll go ahead and put this little teaser out. We got some really uh, fun stuff planned for you guys once we get to that uh, that point. And uh, I'm I'm really excited for the future. Well, uh, hey man, before before we get uh, too much deeper into our own thoughts, I mean y'all y'all have listened to us for uh, two years now. We we want to hear more about you guys, what you guys are thinking. We're gonna open the lines up right now on Skype uh, for you to call in. So by the way, if you've got a Skype account, the uh, the the username that we are using right now is Potistery on Air. Uh, Bell, would you put that in the chat real quick? So uh, yes, sir. So if you'd like to, you can call in Potistery on Air. The lines are about to be open and stay tuned because throughout this episode, we will be giving away a free digital comic uh, to one lucky winner. Brintek calling in right now on the line. Ladies and gentlemen, you know him. We love him. Brintek. Hey, guys. How's it going? Man, how's it going, brother? Oh, I am doing great. Just really excited for next week to kick off. Yeah, man, we've got a lot of good stuff looking forward to. I'm kind of curious, what are your, like, of, of everything that we know? And again, we're trying to stay in the realm of what's kind of publicly out there. Uh, what are you most excited for in season three? Uh, kind of like you were saying, I'm really excited to see Wally West as Kid Flash, but I don't just want to see him or as a Flash in Flashpoint. I want him to be the Flash in the main world, but... At the same time, I'm wondering how much Jay Garrick we're really going to get because I I'm really interested with the way they took him. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of a question of do you think that he will be taking a trip to Earth One? Do you think maybe he'll get stranded on Earth One for a while, or you know, especially if it happens during the whole Flashpoint deal, 
you know, we we do know, or at least we can presume from the previews, that Henry Allen is alive and well. Uh, so if this is truly the Jay Garrick that we saw at the end of last season, will we have a brief moment where Henry Allen and Jay Garrick are on the same earth? I, I think we are going to have that. Um, the flashpoint in the comics was truly the main earth just changed. Right. And I think that's going to be the case. I think Jay Garrick, as we know him, is going to cross the through a breach and come over. And when he gets there, he's looking for what he expects to be the regular Earth One, but he's going to find Flashpoint. That's interesting. You know, Bell uh, here in Brentech kind of throw this this theory out there. It makes me uh, kind of remember Men in Black, how Earth became kind of this home to a lot of all of these aliens stranded from their own world, kind of like Casablanca. You know, with with everything that we've seen with Earth One. I mean, right now we've got you know a Harrison Wells from Earth Two who's stranded on Earth One. Now we might have this uh, Jay Garrick from Earth Three. Who who's also stranded in earth one is earth one. The, uh, the, the Casablanca of the, uh, of the multi multiverse here. I was going to say zoom did say that the earth one was like the prime earth, the central earth of the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Of course he was crazy. <laughs> that well that that's true but that doesn't make him wrong that, that, <laughs> yes <laughs> but, but cheers to you sir yes <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is correct but bell what are you what are your thoughts man yeah, no, I completely agree. You know, it, it's always been in the comics. Like Earth One was always kind of a sparking point for everything, right? You know, it, except for what was it? Alexander Luther wanted to merge everything into Earth Two mm-hmm. in Crisis on Infinite Earths or Infinite Crisis. Earth Three, but Earth One's picking Earth Three. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> so but but Earth Earth One's always really been uh, super important, and yeah, you know, like Brentek said, uh, Harrison Wells was like, yeah, it's 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 the nexus, the awesomeness. It's it's the new cool. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and you know the uh, the whole thing about Earth being the center of the multiverse on top of the fact that uh, you know the the Earth 1 is Earth Prime. You know, it makes it the uh, the the fertile ground for everybody just to kind of end up when their Earth collapses or or when things aren't going right back on Earth 70 whatever. Uh, assuming that there's 70 whatever. I guess they could go with the 52 of the 52 U. Um, this is the concept that in, in the comics for a brief period of time, there were, there was a multiverse, but it was limited to specifically 52 earths. Now that has been done away with in the comics so, so far as I understand. Uh, but Brintech, I mean, like where does it, where does the line draw? Could we at some point actually see like, you know, earth five, earth six, like characters from all of these different worlds kind of coming and landing in the flash. I mean, sure, it's possible, but I think at some point they're going to kind of draw a line at how many different Earths they're going to have, especially if they do keep Supergirl on a separate one, which I, I don't think is going to happen. I think she's going to merge into the Earth one, but really? they're not going to they're not going to have like 10 different Earths. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You think because okay. this is a popular theory, so I'm not I'm not you know, I, I realize that this is a popular theory. But but I so I just want to convert. You believe that at some points, uh, perhaps early on, maybe later on, but you think that like literally her Earth is going to merge into what the CW verse currently is. Yes. All right. So with would it be just her leaving her Earth, or are you saying that all of the characters from her world will mold into the fabric of what Flash, Arrow, etc. is? It. I don't think it's going to be just her. It's not going to be a case where she just kind of, you know, immigrates from her native dimension or whatever you want to call it. We're talking about DC here. They mix (laughs) and separate earths every other week. Yeah. So no, they haven't done it on TV, but they also haven't had four different shows on TV before Mm. that are all tied together. I mean, yes, it's unprecedented as far as the TV goes, but as far as DC goes, that's, that's standard operating procedure. 
Okay, so here's the deal. I you're you're right. I mean, I, that's is very very true. But the TV factor is kind of a big factor. They've got these established worlds of Arrow and Flash in which they have been very specific that at least a Superman anyway does not exist. Whereas that's going to be a big, you know, that's going to be a big plot point this this coming season on Supergirl, uh, for better or for worse. So here's the thing. I I for, think for better. Well, I think I think yeah. that it could be. Uh, a really amazing thing if they do build to it. Now, I don't think it should happen this season, but if they do build to a crisis event, right? Because it fits in to the, the the source material. They can kind of pull from that, make it their own, and use that as this big cross-promotional huge deal, in which case, you know, the world has changed. But man, crisis, tr- trying to explain crisis to a non-comic book fan, <laughs> trying to play, explain crisis to a comic book fan is difficult enough. <laughs> trying to explain that to like the, the, the vast populace of just the average Joe on the street who's going to watch this. I mean, that's borderline impossible. So you, you mentioned they have these established histories and they, they've said that Superman doesn't exist, but obviously they've never said that on the show. Yes, they have. And uh, on the show, no, you, in uh, Arrow, they've never said Superman doesn't exist. Obviously, on Supergirl, because Legends Flash, of Tomorrow. Well, hang on, yeah, Legends Legend. of Tomorrow directly referenced them. All right, exactly. But, well, hang on, hang on. But Legends of Tomorrow exists in its own little pocket. Whatever. I'm, I'm, look, we're not we're not going to apply the rules of Legends of Tomorrow, uh, you know, universally here. Here's the thing: Flash, when he went over to Supergirl on their crossover episode, they both expressed that they have never heard of one another. Like there is no super anything on the Flash's world, and there is no Flash on the Supergirl's world. Did she ask him if he had heard of Superman? I mean, I mean, she had been Supergirl for all uh, two months at that point. Yeah, I mean, I'll go back and rewatch it. But basically, their conversation confirms that they that that their uh, their branding, <laughs> if you will, does not exist on on each other's worlds. Certainly, the Flash doesn't exist on her world. Which so that just takes us back to the retcon of merging the Earths and. You, you made a good point about Supergirl or about the shows having their established histories, but Supergirl gets this really rare opportunity to do a soft reset. And the longer they take it, the worse it would be to try and merge them. If they're going to do it, I think they have to do it sooner than later. Well, yeah, I mean, look, there's, there's a point to that. And, and you want to take the opportunity while, while the opportunity strikes. And if they start building upon this kind of closed universe only to destroy it. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I definitely get that. But at the same time, man, they've been building up to this this second season and, and specifically what they wanted to do with with bringing Superman in. And, uh, and you know, it needs to, you know, I, like I said, there's, there is a, a, I think, a valid debate that can occur. And I'm not saying it should happen here or that we're the ones to do it on whether or not Superman coming into Supergirl is a good thing or a bad thing, and especially the way that the marketing is handled around it. But I will say this. They are putting they are putting a lot of money. They're betting it all on blue right now. You know what I mean? They are putting a lot of money and a lot of kind of uh, uh, emphasis on the fact that Superman is coming to Supergirl. And so I think they need to let that story play out without kind of this interruption of a confusing crossover, uh, massive apocalyptic thing. Uh, and so let that play out. Get your good story out. And if they're going to do that, that would be the time to do it after that play. But you know, midway through feels a little bit too much like back in the days of the writer strike, where we got kind of half seasons that ended up having to force storylines in that seemed very unnecessary or at least well forced. But Brent, well, what, what about this? You know, gear you could kind of throw in there. Well, <laughs> what if Earth One gets destroyed and it's replaced by another Earth where the the, the Earth Three or four or wherever Supergirl's from has already merged with Earth One to make Earth like twenty three or 13 or 14 or something like that. And then that they just go with that. They're just like, ah, that one blew up. Now we're here. 
I mean, obviously they're not going to do that, but <laughs> so you <laughs> I mean, mean like of- you mean like they would make like a new Earth, like what happened after the Infinite Crisis, where yeah, they yeah, changed exactly. the name of it to New Earth and they remerged everything again. Yeah, yeah, like everything is merged back down, and the duplicates have been removed, uh, like you would with a database. Except I mean, for now, super good. <laughs> there's obviously going to be problems when it happens, if it happens. I mean, yeah. they have to explain where Superman was, you know, for like the undertaking and arrow and stuff like that. They, they would have to explain that kind of thing. Or, you know, when the big massive hole in the sky opened up above Central City, why didn't Superman show up? But they always figure that stuff out in the comics. I mean, they figured that out stuff out in the movies, why characters aren't necessarily in each other's movies all the time, things like that. I think they could explain it. And I think at this point in a world that has had, you know, a billion Marvel movies and Mm. the DCEU happening that the audience is kind of, I mean, they're doing Superman, two different Supermans, two different flashes at the same time. They're already giving a lot of credibility to the audience with the right writers. They could explain it. I would argue. Yeah. I mean, fair, fair, but they also, part of that credibility they're giving to the audience is like, let's just hope they don't pay attention and, you know, get around this with what we've seen from Legends of Tomorrow and kind of this like their rules versus Flash time table rules. You know, I was actually talking to uh, uh, Brady Dale. He's he's a great great guy. He's really super into DC TV. He's a huge Arrow fan, but but he talks specifically about how he's not a big fan of the Flash because of the time travel just it pushes him away. Now, obviously for us, that's a huge drawing factor. I mean, I, I love time travel. We've been accused by taking it too seriously, but that's what we do. <laughs> like that's, with, without taking it seriously, there is no podcast. So, you know, that we we love, you know, we love that angle, but you know, part of what they've done throughout kind of the broader span of this universe so far is, is kind of let everything be siloed, uh, in terms of its own rules. And so, you know, something like a crisis, something where everything kind of has to fold into each other. I'm not saying that can't be a great thing. And I I mean, man, I'd, I'd pay money to see it. I would pay big money to see it, especially if they did it even bigger and got in, you know, let's, let's, let's get a Tom Welling. Let's tap him and pull him in as a Superman. Let's, I mean, shoot, let's, let's go for broke. Let's get Adam West up in here. Like, let's <laughs> like, could you imagine an Adam West in like this, like major multiverse crossover crisis event portraying some, uh, uh, dark Knight returns version of that Batman. Oh God. And there's that also not, that not the mayor incredible? from Quahog, Rhode Island, Adam West. Okay. No, come there on. We go. No, no, no. All He's right, just I, running out going, Adam, we, <laughs> All right. Funny. But seriously, though, like if they actually tap some of these uh, old school television series that they've had and some of the talent that's still around and just be like, hey, reprise your role. We're going to do this amazing thing. Like if they're going to do a big crossover event like that, it can't just be uh, it can't just be the Supergirl thing. Like it needs to be even more and they could do some amazing things there and make it super special and something. And this is what's important. Something that we've never seen before, or more importantly, even that than that is something that we never thought we would see. And like an event like that, where they take all of these characters and actors who portrayed these characters, you know, these, these DC characters throughout time and throughout these franchises and bring them in even a movie, like maybe asking somebody from one of the old movies is too far, but, but bringing them in for the, this one big huge night the ratings would be outstanding like it would it would blow away anything on television because it would be that avengers-esque type moment where we're seeing something we never thought we would actually see in our lifetime and so this is me pleading to you dc the, 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 the gods <laughs> well, we, of the we DC do TV. we do have one dc executive in there right now so all right well hopefully hopefully mr dc uh mr and Ms. dc uh executive uh, or warner brothers or, or cw whomever you may be uh, make that happen. That that is uh, an early qu- uh, Christmas list from us, Brintak. Before we let you go, anything you want to uh, anything you want to promote out while we got you on here? 
Sure. Uh, I'm on Twitter, real underscore Brintech, and you can usually find me with the guys over at the Suicide Squadcast. I fill in for them sometimes, and we just spun off our own DCCW show, DC TV Squadcast. I know, man. I'm super excited for that. That looks awesome. Uh, Squadcast, I believe, uh, registered with Satchel even uh, uh, a couple days ago, right? That is accurate. So excited to see that come through. So look for that on Satchel or wherever you happen to get your podcasts. You should get them on Satchel. Brintech, man, thanks for joining us on the show. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. The uh, phone lines are back and open. You want to win a digital comic? This is the way that you do it. Uh, go on Twitter right now. Say that I am listening to at Flash TV Talk live at Mixler.com slash Pottery. Bell put Flash Mixler.com slash Flash TV Talk. Come on, man. Get on that. Get, I did? Yeah, oh, wow. I screwed that up real bad. Go go back and fix that. I think I think you said uh, Flash TV Talk as I was typing that. It's, it's fine. It's fine. How do I edit these things? I, you can't edit a tweet. It's a whole deal. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, so go I'm on going- go on to Twitter right now. Tweet, um, I'm listening to at Flash TV Talk live at Mixler.com slash Pottery. Uh, we will choose from those tweets to give away a free digital comic. Now, joining us on the line right now, all the way from, actually, I, I have no earthly idea where he's from, but he's from Flash TV Talk as of right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Christopher. Christopher, welcome to Flash TV Talk. Hey, how's it going, guys? Doing well, brother. Christopher, man, yeah. season three on the horizon here. What uh, what are you most excited for? Uh, just basically everything that was already said. Uh, Wally is Kid Flash and Tom Felton coming on. And uh, also Matt Letcher coming back as the real Eobard Thawne. Oh, dang. All right. Now, the quote unquote real Eobard Thawne. I mean, you know, again, Tom Cavanaugh did portray the real Eobard Thawne. But this is this is definitely like, you know, the source, right? The or- origins, the original Eobard Thawne. Uh, you know, what, yeah. tell, expand on that, man. Why why does this have you particularly all that excited? Well, just because uh, I've loved the character of Reverse Flash since season one. Uh with Tom's portrayal and uh, at first I was kind of bummed that like Tom wasn't playing him like like legit but then when they brought Matt Letcher in and kind of merged the two characters together but um, now I I love both versions of the actor and just having him having him back and having him kind of unerased from existence now because it never really happened so it's just going to be a lot more fun having him back. Although he's not going to stick around on flash for long because obviously he's, uh, going over to legends. If you guys didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not really that spoilery, I suppose to say, I mean, technically it is another show, so we got to be careful about that. But yeah, of course, legends is doing a, a pretty big villains play with kind of getting their own legions of doom DC TV version, uh, which which should yeah. be excited. Now that now just because he's over there doesn't necessarily mean that he won't be back and forth, especially yeah. considering that this version of Eobarthon may not exist after you know after the Flashpoint is reset. Now he may exist. Perhaps this will be a completely you know uh, a fully resurrected Eobarthon. Maybe after Flashpoint is reset back onto the main universe, the survivors will be Barry and Eobard. I hadn't thought about that. Well, well, maybe they're gonna probably maybe do it. Uh, like they did, like because in the original Flashpoint, like the the movie, the cartoon movie, right. The reason Eobard Thawne knew that it was all different was because he was traveling in the Speed Force while the change occurred. So sure. he he was t- out out of time. So maybe they're gonna do something like that with. Uh, yeah, the, so so that's why he wasn't affected was because he was in the Speed Force at the same time Barry was making the change, and so he noticed that it was different, and that's why he knows everything that was going on. Yeah, so and, 
Maybe they're going to do something with the Legends time travel thing and mm-hmm. kind of fix that, like have him kind of out of have him kind of un- unlinked or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. I hadn't thought I agree about with it you. Before. Yeah. Good. Yeah, like I, I was thinking the same thing. Where it's, it's, uh, so you know that they, they uh, in Legends they take these characters kind of out of their timeline to go fight whatever across time. So yeah. in this situation, yeah, like the, the Flash is going to mess everything up with Flashpoint. Reverse Flash is going to be there. He's going to get recruited to the Legion of Doom, get pulled out of time. When Flash fixes everything, since he's not there, technically he's still around. But he's yeah. just out of out of time. Yeah. Well, so from that yeah, standpoint, around. but that from that standpoint, that's uh that's the Eobard that was there in the moment, right? And so like even yeah. and, and now that I'm thinking about it, even after it's all said and done, Barry has to reset the timeline to the extent in which uh hmm. Even if that Eobard persists, and if say that's the Eobard that comes back like in in the future past. And that creates a whole nother problem of him being unaffected by not, not having any effect or wouldn't have any other effect by what Eddie did in in the season one finale. So theoretically speaking, I think uh, with that, like this Eobard, that's going to be, it was brought back and when it gets reset, like it's a younger version. So to him, season one hasn't happened yet. Right, Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it it eventually will happen and end the way it did. Like you know, it'll just got kind of get all screwed up. I don't know. Yeah, but the legends like, the legends <laughs> thing is a good question because when when he does eventually appear in in kind of a, a predominant pseudo predominant role on Legends of Tomorrow, will that be the Eobarthon who what you know who was in that we saw last season who kind of popped up because of the whole time remnant trapped in the speed force unaffected type deal or will that be this flashpoint created eobarthon um my guess is it's probably the one from season two because i i i would i pretty pretty solidly believe that this flashpoint eobard should probably either be killed or just cease to exist once uh everything gets quote-unquote fixed but at the same time that's assuming that they stick with the same time travel rules, which I mean, they don't always do. So I mean, like, you know, we'll see what they end up doing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. You know, but I, I'm, I'm hopeful they've, they've done some amazing things and, and part of, uh, part of that causes for some great speculation. Uh, Christopher, you know, you mentioned, of course, obviously you being a, a big pull. The other one you mentioned, uh, of course, being Wally. Uh, what are, what are your hopes to see from Wally this season? Well, obviously in uh, episode one, which is called flashpoint and we've seen the trailers, he will be kid flash. And uh, that's just going to be fun having him around and kind of, you know, starting the Flash family mm. along with like Barry and him and, and Jay Garrick now. And then hopefully eventually down the line, they'll bring in Impulse. Oh, man. Bart Allen. Oh, man. And like have all have all four of them at the exact same time. Like that would be cool. Uh, would be yeah. Amazing. And as it says with um, with the Flashpoint, like Flashpoint won't last forever. But there will be permanent changes. Mm. So hopefully, one of the permanent sticks is that uh, the the one that was on online before me calling. He says uh, he was just he he didn't want to see Wally like only be Kid Flash for one one or two episodes and then be back to normal again. So that'll hopefully be one of the changes is that Wally will permanently be Kid Flash because well. of the certain changes. My guess is that we'll have kind of an interlude there where, you know, obviously he'll be the flash of, of this newer or this new timeline. Uh, and then of course he'll, everything will revert back, you know, pseudo to normal. But, but my guess is that they did not spend all that time working on that costume 
just to put it away in cold storage. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like he'll, yeah. he'll be back. <laughs> like, yeah. They, they, they need to have like, there's yeah. Why would they even give him a costume if they weren't going to keep him around for exactly. a while? Exactly. And props to them, by the way, that kid flash costume is on point. I cannot wait. To see yeah. It. I mean, like it's, it it's, looks like legit, like the, like the cartoons and the, and the comics. And it's, uh, it's, it, it was awesome when Absolutely. I first saw it. I couldn't I could contain my excitement. Absolutely, man. Well, good deal. Well, any final thoughts for season three? Anything you want to promote out before we let you go? Um, just that I hope there's a lot of twists and turns and really cool stuff. And I'm probably going to call it now that Tom Felton's character is probably going to be Dr. Alchemy. Yeah. Obviously, with the whole Harrison Wells, Eobard Thawne, Jay Garrick, uh, Hunter's Home and Zoom thing. So... Most likely, he's probably going to be Doctor Alchemy, but you know. Yeah, right on, man. It, it, so. it, it's that's that's where the safe money is, but we'll see where it all plays yeah. out. Well, Christopher, man, thanks so all much right. for uh, for joining us, and uh, yeah, let's uh, let's look forward to a great season. Yeah, good to chat right. with you. Cool. All right. By the way, we've got our first giveaway of the uh, first digital comic is going to none other, ladies and gentlemen. Then Karen in the chat. Yay. Uh, Karen, I would try to pronounce your last name, but I'm sure I would just, I would tear it apart. Karen Rohishner. I don't know. <laughs> Probably butchering it. Uh, but Karen, you are the, uh, you are the winner of the first digital comic. I'll, uh, once we get done with the show, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll tweet you and we'll get all that stuff worked out. Bell, you back? I am back. All right. Yeah. Dead air tried to take me, but I fought him off. <laughs> good, good, man. I'm glad, I'm glad was, that, that may have actually been, uh, that may have been Skype. Uh, but yes, yes. <laughs> Rachner. Our second deadliest villain, yeah. Skype. <laughs> uh, man, you know, one thing that, that he pointed out, uh, that, that Christopher just pointed out, man, was that uh, coming this season, I mean, even that, that first couple of episodes, we will get the first uniting, or at least we haven't seen any images, I don't think, of this officially, uh, but but three flashes. Well, they wouldn't spoil that, though. Well, but I mean, like, but the components are there, right? To actually have a moment where Jay yeah. and, uh, and Wally and Barry are all teaming up in kind of this big flash family moment. Like I'm, I'm kind of getting goosebumps. I don't know why I hadn't thought about that until just now, but, but that makes a ton of sense. Oh yeah. And that, how cool would that be just to see that? Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, that's to some, I mean, we, we've talked about that from even before the series started. That's something we've wanted to see. Of course, obviously down the road, get uh, down the road, getting Bart involved and, uh, and how how amazing that would be as well, but you know, I, I'm just stoked, man. I mean, you know, you you could argue that it's it's it, things are different because, of course, this is the Jay Garrick of Earth three. But I mean, the fact that he's portrayed by none other than the amazing, the colossal, the one and only Mr. John Wesley Ship. Yeah, uh, you know who it is. Hi, this is John Wesley Ship, and you're listening to Flash TV Talk. Red and yellow, red and yellow, red and yellow, red and yellow. All right, all right. <laughs> we, we we need. I, I want to see a video of that where uh, I don't know, just just something. We got We got to make some kind of video. I, I know that's that's great. That's great. I sent <laughs> I sent it to him, and I, I think he got a kick out of it. So that was good. Oh, good. Um, yeah. Okay. I, that's that's the last time I'll use that. I don't, <laughs> I don't do it. <laughs> Man, uh, you know, a little bit of uh, a little bit of off topic here, but of course, coming up uh, in just a few days, man, we got Luke Cage. Ooh, yeah. That's right. September. No, October something. Right. This Friday. Is it this Friday? As we record, it can't be that close. As we record the show live, man, it's coming out this Friday. That's in 48 hours. So, uh, yeah, I don't know about you, but I've got my Netflix watching schedule, uh, pretty much down. My goal is to have the series completed by end of day Monday. Um, man, I didn't realize that. <laughs> so 
there's a uh, Warhammer Kill Team tournament that's going to be on uh, Saturday at my local, my friendly local gaming store. I'm going to go play in that, and then I guess I'm going to come right home and just binge the crap out of some Luke Cage. Well, it'll be a lot. See that even with your like, even with your big event, it's going to be a lot easier for you. Uh, to binge watch than it will be for me with the with the kids and whatnot. So oh, I'm a successful business owner and I have children. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> I have a dog, man. That's a huge responsibility. You have I, no idea. I've, I've got a dog as well. I've got a dog as well. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I have a dog and kids and a big business empire. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. That's the, the last part. I feel is it's kind of stretching it. But yeah, now the uh, but. <laughs> If anything, man, what I did for Daredevil is I actually locked myself in the studio. Like I, I went like the entire Saturday, I locked myself in Pottery and, uh, and just had a case of beers and watched Daredevil season two. <laughs> well, you know it's work related, right? So that makes sense. I, yeah, yeah, that's right. I think I, I think I expensed those beers. <laughs> <laughs> Done pretty well, uh, which by the way, help, help expense more beers, uh, support this show through the satchel podcast player. If you do love listening to podcasts, we encourage you to check out satchel, not only because you can help support shows with a uh, awesome donate button built directly into the player, uh, but also because you can find your local podcast community. If you've ever wondered who is making podcasts in your hometown, satchel lets you listen local. It's a free download for iPhone and Android. Check it out. Satchelplayer.com. Well, man, I think that is going to uh, probably wrap things up for us this evening. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, we want to encourage you, by the way, to uh, get hyped with us next week. Uh, I think I will be doing a Periscope on the Flash uh, TV Talk Twitter handle. Uh, so right before the, uh, the I guess, uh, we're East Coast, right? So the Central East Coast time? Yeah, we're, we're Central time. Yeah, but that isn't like the Central time means East Coast showing. So it'd be like 9, 8 Central. So it'd be like 9 o'clock Eastern Eight o'clock central. Yeah, well, that that whole timeline area, wherever that that one before that show goes live, uh, before the, before the episode goes live on next Tuesday, uh, we're doing a quick Periscope. So if you want to jump on that, make sure you're following us at Flash TV Talk. Uh, then of course we'll be live tweeting it using the the hashtag Flash TV Talk. We will also be doing a live podcast the very following day at eight o'clock Central Time, uh, right after Arrow. PM. Yes, Central Time PM. <laughs> <laughs> right after Arrow. So we hope that uh, that you join us there. Mixler.com slash Pottery. Links to all that and more can be found at FlashTVTalk.com. You can also keep up with us throughout the week as we all get hyped together. You can follow Bell. He is at Ring That Bell, spelled B-E-A-L-L. You can follow me at The Real Bo York. I spell my name B-E-A-U. Even that information, though, you can find at FlashTVTalk.com. Com. Also, and last but certainly not least, uh, Luke Cage. We just mentioned it, but it's coming out on Netflix this week end. And uh, in the coming week, hopefully, weeks? I when, when do you think you might actually be able to record after watching uh, the entire season? So, well, the, the goal is then I'll, I'll, I'll try to get it watched and finished by Monday. And then uh, next week might be doing some... Well, obviously, Flash next week. Well, we and could. Does Legend? We could do it after, like, we could record Flash TV Talk and then do Luke Cage. Yeah, that could work. So look for a episode of Panel to Screen reviewing the entirety of uh, of the first season of Luke Cage uh, on Netflix. That's going to be coming your way end of next week. Going to be a lot of fun. Probably do it live, but many of you probably won't be at the same same viewing schedule as us because we are going to binge watch for you. We will put our lives on hold. Uh, so that we can uh, review that for you guys. So, uh, what life? Yeah, right. I know you got. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, hey. You got. You got a dog now. So you know you you're doing you're doing good. You know you're doing great. Yeah. You gonna finish your novel? Hey, hey. <laughs> you know the one. Some friends become enemies. Some enemies become friends. You know. Oh yeah, you'll get it done. I believe you. I told you I met Will Wheaton this week, right? 
or last week? Will Wheaton. Yeah, Will Wheaton. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, was he nice? He's very nice. Yeah, very nice. I, I, this this is terrible, but I feel like I I, I made the joke, and I think that I, I feel like it's true that he, the only reason he's in the zeitgeist is because of that Family Guy joke. Now I know everybody knows him from Big Bang Theory, but like even that, I feel like wouldn't happen if it wasn't for the Family Guy joke. Which, which Family Guy joke? The Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton yes. seems like a nice guy. I don't know. Maybe he was on Big Bang Theory before that, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> well, he was Wesley on uh, Next Generation, and nobody cares. You know who cares about that? Nobody. Who who played who played anybody else? Anybody else that wasn't Picard? Who who played them? Name one other actor. Uh, one other actor. Uh, Jordi LaForge. Okay, but uh, that was also played. wasn't reading Rainbow. That was specifically only known from that show. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh gosh, his name's escaping me Five, right now, but the guy who four, played Data was also three, in Independence not, Day. You have to name his name. Three, two, one, nothing. You got nothing. You got nothing. <sighs> Hold see, on. All right. Now, look, I'm not Brent trying. Brent Spiner, Brent Spiner, Brent Spiner. I didn't look it up. Nope. The buzzer is over. You missed your I, I, I didn't look it up, though. It, 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 it's 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 uh, Brent Spiner. FlashTVTalk.com is where you can find all of our information. Panel to Screen is where you can keep up with us for the upcoming episodes of Panel to Screen. You already got all of our Twitter information and all that and more. Again, Flash TV Talk one last time because who knows? Go ahead and write us a review, by the way, on iTunes. We want you to do that to uh, help support the show. It doesn't cost you a dime to do that. Go to iTunes, write us a review, uh, show some people some love. Every 10 reviews we get on iTunes, we give away a new, fresh, free digital comic. Uh, and hopefully we'll be doing that very soon here. Uh, also, we'd like to read that as well as your emails and such on the live show. So if you want your thoughts on next week's Flash to be heard, send those in. Uh, FlashTVTalk.com for all the contact information. I think that's going to do it for us. But really, when we say it this time, we mean it. It's only one week away, guys. We'll be back in a flash.
Michael Dorn, Jonathan Frakes. Uh, I, 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 hey, hey, you know what? You know what? I don't know who any what? of those people are. Michael Dorn was Worf. Jonathan Frakes was Riker. I, I don't. I, who, who knows? Who cares about that? <laughs> I mean, I mean, really? I mean, really? Come on. I care. Okay. I care. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, so, so did, did you talk to him at length uh, or, or, or just? No, just briefly at the bar is fine. Oh, at the bar. Okay. It wasn't like he came by and was like, this is really cool. I want to give you millions of dollars for your podcast stuff. No, I didn't get a chance to pitch him. Or Space. The final frontier. Podcasting. The final frontier. <laughs> this is the These story. The no, this is the story of a young man who peaked early, or so he thought. And then the internet showed him a lot of love after showing him a lot of hate. <laughs> but Family Guy made fun of him once, and then he was on the Big Bang Theory, and that show got popular for some reason. And these are the journeys of Will Wheaton. 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 Actually, uh, yeah, I follow Will Wheaton on Twitter, and uh, I, I hate on him because he likes the L.A. Kings. And the L.A. Kings suck. You know, speaking of Star Trek, you know who we need to do some tweeting back and forth with this season? Uh, uh, what was the guy? The guy that played Kirk? William Shatner. Yeah, Shatner. Yeah. yeah. You know, we've, we've had some Twitter back and forth with him. He's, we he's have. A, he's a big Flash fan. <laughs> I know, isn't it crazy? Yeah. I wonder if he wants to come on the show. Dude, if we get William Shatner on Flash TV Talk, that would be the craziest thing in the world. <laughs> that would, I think, quite literally. Like, that would be the biggest stretch. To, like, yeah, like, like, what are we asking? You're, you're like, famous hey, and uh, you like a show that we like, so, so come on our show. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, you like The Flash. We won't talk. Like, actually, you know what? You know what? He might actually enjoy that. I mean, if he's we, not. we don't ask him anything about Star Trek, nothing about that, we just talk about The Flash. Yeah, we and li- like, what, how, I, what would I ask you know, him? I don't care anything about Star Trek. No, that's what I said. We don't ask him anything about Star Trek. Because, you know, you get asked the same questions over and over and over again. No, I get you know, it. He's played this iconic role. I get it. I, I'm sure he's tired of talking about it. So we bring him on the show to talk about The Flash, which is something that, that all of us enjoy. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I, ca- I, could, I could do that. All right, fine. You want to contact his people or should we just, like, hit him up on Twitter? I, I don't know. I mean, like... We could should should wait. Hang on. Maybe we should start a hashtag of like get William get Bill Shatner on Flash TV Talk or something like that. Yeah, it, it, well, yeah. Uh, uh, get Bill to chat with Bell. Get Bill. Ring that. Ring that bell. <laughs> ring that bell. <laughs> oh man. Uh, we got Gr- like I feel like getting Grot on the show was that was the one that we wanted to do. Like 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 at at the get go. Like at, from the jump, we were like, if we can get Grot on, we're good. Now the whole Helbing twins is kind of a still of thing. Oh, dude, we got to get the help. They're not going I, to. They're, they're not even twins. Dude, no, they, they're not but, going. They've locked that. They've locked that stuff up tight. Like it, it it's hard to get the. Yeah, it's, the it's CW hard. has. Yeah, like the reason we've been able to get the people that we've been able to get is because they don't care. <laughs> like, 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 yeah, we're not supposed to, but you know. But let's face it. I mean, like, like, what's the CW going to do? They're going to be like, okay, you know, the, the Helbings, the the two best writers that we have, you know, outside of uh, the, the showrunners and everything, we're going to fire you because you went on a podcast. They might get dinged. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's like uh, you lose some pay. You lose some money. Yeah, I don't know.